Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're skipping the pre-show, ladies and gentlemen. We're having some uh, video problems, but uh, here we go. The show is about to start. Right, we have liftoff. In three, two... One. Bam! We are back again for number 10. Cave Crew Radio, season 10. Let's go! CaveCrewRadio.com There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with the dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I say this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems My name is DK. I'm live in my cave in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. We are live on Paul Stock Radio uh, in London, England. Uh, and we are uh, live uh, on podcast. Um, we are the, uh, don't mean to uh, supersede uh, Big B's uh, segments, but we probably won't be able to get your chat tonight because we are the epicenter of all things, the spinning wheel of death. On our video, we are continually uh, trying to recover it, but uh, if it does, we may go live at uh, at some point, but I highly doubt it. So, the majority of you listen on podcast anyway, so uh, it's, it's great to have you here tonight. Unfortunately, we can't start your broadcast in time. Please try again, yet they never give us a discount. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's carry on with the show. Uh, this is going to affect TikTok. This is going to affect everything. But at least we got the podcast. We're going to do our show. We're going to do our uh, due diligence, as we say. And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia, the commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies, the self-proclaimed president of the United States, a university graduate, and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B, King of Stenchlandia and the Water Gypsies, your president-elect of the United States of America, and as always, the epicenter of something this week. We are the epicenter of all things Canadian wildfires. Yes. Now, you might say, but you're in New York. How are you the epicenter of Canadian wildfires? Well, apparently, the jet stream, there's some wildfires going on in Canada. I don't know where. Somewhere in Canada. And the jet stream has blown all the smoke and the smell down the eastern seaboard. And uh, we are feeling the effects of it here in New York. Uh, the other day, um, so I guess this started maybe Tuesday. I was like walking past the back door and I'm like, what is that smell? I go outside, it's hazy out, and there's this stench. And I go in and I said, it smells like something is on fire outside. And uh, that's when my wife told me that's from the Canadian wildfires. I had no idea this was happening. I said, oh, shit. Okay. And, uh, you know, said something in the in our chat. And then the next day, it looked like hell on earth. Everything turned orange. I mean, you went outside. There was this orange fog over everything to the point where uh, baseball games were canceled. Um, my older son's school went remote one day because of, because of all the smoke and the smell. Um, and it was just, it was bad. It was tough to breathe. Like I have asthma and it was really tough for me to breathe. My wife was, was texting me from the city uh, where she works and she's telling me that her eyes are burning. I don't know what's going on with, with up there by you guys, uh, but you need to get your wildfires under control. So we can, uh, you know, actually move on with life and breathe. I'd like to breathe my North American United States air. All right. So there is actually over uh, 200 wildfires. I'm, I'm trying to get this uh, to record privately. There we go. I have us recording, I think. Or does that not work either? We'll find out. Anyway, there's 200 wildfires. There's uh, Alberta, British Columbia, all on the West Coast, mm-hmm. all by Seattle, Washington, stuff like that. Uh, Quebec, uh, Nova Scotia, uh, Northern Ontario. The whole fucking country's on fire because we haven't had rain since May 19th. Um, very dry year. I don't imagine we're going to have a good uh, harvest of vegetables, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but what's really weird is the way these streams are going. Like uh, uh, some of our friends up in Cornwall, up in Ottawa, the capital, uh, Toronto, Ontario, very bad. New York City, the pictures your wife was showing, um, I couldn't believe it. Yep. Um, like yellow, 
And it was but, hazy. It was hazy here. Like the sun was pink and mm -hmm. the moon was pink, but nothing really that bad here. And uh, somebody said um, the sun looks like it's on fire. Now I know the sun is a ball of fire in space, but it, it was the, the color. It looked like it was, you know, burning. Like we were on a, you know, we had eight minutes to go because the sun exploded. That's what it looked like. Um, and like I said, everything was orange outside. It, it was crazy. Uh, things have cleared out. We're still dealing with the smoke. I don't smell much of it anymore, but there's still a little bit of a haze. Uh, the orange is gone. Um, we had some, a little bit of rain today, so we're kind of past the main part of it for now. I'm assuming the fires are still burning, so it may come back. I don't know. Um, so I, now I have a question for you, and you may or may not know because this is all conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory here in New York is that this is all done by climate active, climate activist alarmists purposely setting these fires to uh, make some form of climate change point. You're saying it's uh, Greta Thunberg. I'm saying Greta personally <laughs> went with a book of matches and threw them in the forest. Threw them in. She assassinated Smokey the Bear. That is what I'm, that is what I, <coughs> excuse me, not what I'm saying. What I am hearing from various conspiracy theory people. So here's, and I don't ever buy into that shit, you know me, but. You know Here's what I'm hearing from a very reasonable man, which is uh, Doug Ford, the premier of the Conservative Party of the province of Ontario, is yes, some of these fires are started by like lightning or, you know, whatever. I don't know how we have lightning when we don't have rain, but also very um, careless people mm -hmm. who we have fire bans now uh, across the country. In, in the province and in my region, not allowed to have a campfire. I can turn on my propane, you know, my fire pit. That's a controlled burn. But a lot of these fires apparently are people camping and carelessly. The ground is so dry right now. Um, oh, we're about to go into a, uh, I'm still trying to start the stream, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing my very best. Um but uh, let's stop what we're doing right now and go into Mrs. Bay presents the drink of the week. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the drink of the week. I'm not going to change the camera angle because uh, there's no point of it. Um, right, that is true because nobody can see us. But uh, this drink uh, is a drink that that we've had a couple of times on the show. It was kind of uh, she brought it up, and I was like, "Yeah, why not? It's always it's always a good drink." Um, it's uh, the called the purple motherfucker. Oh yes, I remember that well. Right, so it has um, vodka, amaretto, sour mix, Seven Up, and Southern Comfort. Nice, a lot of booze and razzmatazz. A lot of booze. A lot of booze. And, and and will you be having extra tonight? Well, is there more or is this it? This is a double, so this is it. 
All right. So you, this is this is a giant glass of. It's big, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you can't see it, we'll have no TikTok. We'll have no video. But I want to tell you something, Big B. While you're sipping on that, mm-hmm. the majority of our listeners are on podcasts, so we're still reaching the uh, the masses. Right. They just can't see it. Yeah. So that is. Uh, that's a good. This is a good go-to drink, um, because it does incorporate a lot of alcohol, but it tastes really good. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a good drink. It's a, it's a drink that I have to thank um, one one of uh, uh, my co-hosts back when I was doing the metal show. He brought it up. We were doing that's when when I was mixing drinks and yeah. coming up with some yeah. stuff. He said, "Have you ever had a purple motherfucker?" I said, "What the fuck is that?" And he told me about it. So we looked it up you know, years ago, and uh, we made it, and it's really good. So it's a, it is a uh, a good go-to drink. A staple. It a is, staple. Is it as good as the watermelon drink? The, water, I, I, the watermelon drink is really good on a – when you're outside on a warm summer day, you're barbecuing, having people over, hanging out, that watermelon drink is good. Perfect for for outside hanging out. So, gotcha. uh, so yes. Well, if you had no plans, because we use a lot of watermelon vodka, but um, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. Um, I would say they're equal. I like them. I like them both equally. Now, I am thinking of having this. Uh, I, I think I told you when I was down in um, Fort Myers, best margaritas I ever had. Uh, so I may attempt that tomorrow. Uh, within a controlled burn. Uh, attempt what? The margaritas. Oh, the margaritas. Yeah. Very, very nice. Best margarita I ever had in Florida. Didn't even... And you know tequila. Tequila is a, a, uh, tequila's a very strong alcohol. Oh, yeah. I have I have a couple of... You, we had said margaritas, and, and my wife was like, oh, I can find margaritas. We'll use the tequila that's sitting right there. So, I, yeah, I have a couple of bottles of tequila. Yeah, but the way this was made was, was wonderful. I loved it. So yeah. Um, so my wife is always looking for uh, new drinks. And with new drinks comes new orders from Drizzly. Oh, yes. Yes, your favorite place. We have to We have to get different types of alcohol. It's like, oh, what about if we do this? But we need, like, you know, a spiced rum, which we don't have. You're, all right, now we got to go get a bottle. So w- we have quite the collection of, of liquor since we've started doing these drink of the week. I can't wait to visit you because I'll just sit there and do shots uh, all night. I got a full bar right there. I have a cabinet upstairs that's just about full. Uh, plus a tray that's sitting out on a stool up against the wall that has other bottles. I have a lot of liquor in this fucking house. An alcoholic's paradise, ladies oh and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Is it ever. It would be like you died and you went to heaven. And they would never have an AA meeting in this house. I, I, I need to tell you that um, I'm also the epicenter or something. Not really an epicenter for me personally, but... Um, so in Detroit this week at Ford Field, which is where the Lions play, 80,000 people, two shows, Taylor Swift. I couldn't name one of her songs if my life depended on it. 
And you know me, I'm pretty good. Like the other week you said, hey, psycho killer. And I went, ha, 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 ha. You know, like that's Gowan. Like, you know, who knows Gowan? I know nothing about Taylor Swift. But apparently, not just in Michigan, in, in, in where I live, people are going gaga over Taylor Swift tickets. They're paying three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000. That's fine. I get it. I'm passionate about sports. Sometimes I'll double down to see a hockey game or, or, or a football game or whatever. I understand the passion. I get where you're coming from. But apparently these people are a big B wearing, buying and wearing adult diapers uh, to the show. Why? So you're spending three, four thousand dollars on a seat. So if there's two of you, upwards eight grand, pretty nice vacation. You're pissing and shitting in your pants. Why? I have no idea. This is what they were talking about on this other talk radio show I was listening to. <laughs> that people, I, I, I guess if your main floor, it's got to be something like, you know, the New Year's celebrations down in, in, in New York there. that Your main floor, you're down central, you, you, there's nowhere to pee. You're going to piss your pants. <laughs> well, I heard the show is like a four-hour show. It's, I mean, you, you're you in for the long haul if you go into this show. They had it here uh, two weeks ago at MetLife Stadium where the, the Giants and the Jets play over in, over in uh, Jersey. And I saw pictures of a couple of people that went, and they were all dressed up in these weird outfits and all of this and it was a whole big to do I didn't know people were wearing adult diapers though this is just again this is a a third party thing and I you know I listen to talk radio that's, that's what I do I, I, I like to try and keep up as much as I can mm -hmm. and, and <laughs> I'm like they're, yes, they're wearing sequin miniskirts and, and they're buying all these like outrageous outfits. And these people, young and old, are, are like, this is, I don't know, like Michael Jackson or something like that. Like, she's big. I don't know one of her songs. Me neither. Not one. N not one. If you tested me, I don't know any of her songs. I don't even know who the hell she is. I know she was a country music singer that transitioned to pop. And now she's this huge pop star. But they're going nuts. They're like, oh, it was a scam on, on Ticketmaster and, 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 and bots were buying all the tickets. And it's absurd that we can't go. You know, we got to say there was another article today about actually uh, a mother and a daughter that bought tickets and they got scammed. Mm. They didn't get I don't know who this. I, I look Metallica, Billy Joel, uh, uh, Elton John. Uh, let's go on here. Uh, uh, Neil Diamond. I don't know. Like big, big stars. Whether or not I like them, Fleetwood Mac. Uh, like bands that are that are. I don't know who this woman is. And I've never gone to a concert where I've have to where I've had to piss my pants. Uh, yeah, it does. And I, I mean, the, the the whole pissing the pants thing is utterly stupid. And 
I don't get it at all. But what I don't understand is these prices of the tickets, especially in this time when, you know, we have huge inflation and, you know, people don't have the money to do these things. Obviously, it's still selling out. But how do these artists justify charging the amount of money they charge? Like, to get it off Taylor Swift and bring it to to a band that I like and I follow and I would go see is Metallica. Yeah. They, just they have a two-day two concert they're right. doing. Yeah, I, so I, I'd just, love to go to that. They just came out with a new album called 72 Seasons, I, I don't know, like two months ago, whatever it was. And there's the, the, they're having this whole tour where it's uh, two days. Uh, so you buy tickets for both like a Saturday and a Sunday thing. Each day has different opening acts and all of this stuff. And when the tickets went on sale, like I was like, cool, I'll go. I'll definitely go check it out. Uh, I've seen Metallica a number of times. I'll go see him again. I go and I look at the prices of the tickets. Now, again, they're only going to MetLife Stadium. Um, but the prices of the tickets to go sit up in the nosebleed seats were going upwards of $300 per ticket. No, that's right. Roger Waters, Roger Waters was uh, 200 bucks, but I was like real close. No, this was all the way up like, you know, when you're watching a football game, when you're watching the Giants play at MetLife Stadium, the person all the way to fuck up, all the way up there that can barely see anything, it's $300 a ticket. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I can't yeah, afford no. that. There's no way. I, I'm not. And if I wanted to bring my son, you know, you're talking about 600 you, dead parking and food. And, you know, if he wants a suit, you're talking about $1,000 to go see Metallica. It's not happening. I don't have that kind of money. No. Well, it's not worth it. No, it's not worth it at all. It's it's like I I, I spent I spent upwards two hundred bucks on a on a hockey ticket, um, great seats though, you know, great event. I I, I I'll, I'll spend one fifty to two hundred on a concert ticket, but I'm gonna be pretty close. I'm not gonna be up in the where where I'm afraid I'm gonna fall during, right? You know, if I stand up. I, I was excited about the Metallica one, too. I thought, oh, this sounds really cool, because I've seen Metallica multiple times as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're not getting any younger, but I'm a huge fan of their music. I um, remember when, when my brother was around, um, his favorite band was the Eagles, and they had broken up. You know, in the uh, early 80s, they, they had broken up. And then they, they, they got back together, for the Hell Freezes Over tour. Yes, my wife saw that. I was not oh, with he, her then, but yeah. he was very excited, and uh, he, whatever it cost, he was going to go see that show. It cost him four hundred dollars to sit in the front row. Four hundred dollars to sit in the front row. Now we're talking about three hundred. I would do that though. The fuck up there. I, I I would do that because. I'm my eyes aren't the best anymore either, but I'm like I, I I would prefer to be in the front row now. If I just wanted to go and I could get a seat for forty bucks and sit in the nosebleeds, maybe I'd do that just for the atmosphere. Right, but you're talking about back, whatever it was, nineteen ninety whatever that the Hell Freezes Over tour was. I think it was ninety four. I want to say um, four hundred dollars to sit front row center at Nassau Coliseum, wherever it was. Now, fast forward to now, you're talking about $300 to sit in the nosebleeds to see Metallica. 
It's it's yeah, utterly ridiculous. Now, you know, those four hundred dollar tickets to sit front row center would now be, you know, ten thousand dollars. It's it's crazy. What, ridiculous. What the prices yeah. have become. No, no, I get it. I uh, like, and everyone has their price, right? Everyone has their threshold. But I'm same as you. Uh, I'll wait for the video or the Disney special or whatever. I'll watch it on my 90-inch TV and and, right. and and not have to piss my pants. And um, you know it will eventually be on YouTube anyway. Somebody's going to film it. Yeah, you'll and see it. On YouTube. And, and these Disney live concerts, like, I know you're probably not a fan, but I watched the Elton John for we- Farewell uh, show. Uh, there was another one with Sting. There's another one coming on with Bono. Um, you can catch all these on, on Disney. You get your sound system up, you you know, your big screen TV. Uh, you're not paying a lot of money for food. And you're not pissing your pants. I, honest to God, I like I like to go like once a year to Scotiabank Arena, once or twice a year over to Little Caesars Arena because they're beautiful arenas and it it really is fun experiencing the live sporting event. Mm. But it's so much easier to watch it at home. The size of the TVs, HD. You got your own booze. You got your own food. You don't have to stand in line to go to the the the, the bathroom unless you know another mem- member of your family is occupying it, and even then, it's not too long a lineup. And it's just easier. The the overall cost. I mean, you look at not only the ticket cost, but parking, food, souvenirs. You're in the hundreds of dollars just just to go to a sporting event. Never mind what we're talking about with concerts and all that. Just to go to a a, a Tuesday night hockey game, you're in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Plus parking. It, plus that's what food, I said. Plus... Tickets, parking, food. Souvenirs, you're in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah, for 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 a, a Tuesday night in December, go see in a hockey game. It is so much easier, like you said, big screen TV. I'll sit on my couch, throw on MSG. I'll watch the Ranger game, have my own food. I got my like you said, I got my own alcohol. If I want to turn the game off and go to bed, I can. I don't have to sit in the parking lot waiting. A half hour to get out because there's 20,000 people. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it once a year. Just the atmosphere to be with your people. Oh, and, uh, you know, I I, like, there's something to be said about that. It's. I, I agree uh, 100%. Yeah. It's great to be in that atmosphere. But the cost nine times out of 10 or 9.9 times out of 10 is just too great. Yeah, it's too dear. It's too dear. Yeah. Anyway. Go piss your pants at uh, Taylor Swift concerts, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do have two uh, real quick uh, update announcements before we get to things. And by the look of things, we're, we're, we're not going to get through everything, but that's okay. Uh, we just put them off till next week. But the, uh, the Endless Summer Beach Party, uh, Big B, is coming really soon. And i play this short little stinger just because I love it so much. Um if I can find it. So enjoy your endless summer here on Cave Crew Radio and we'll keep this party going till we're buried as deep in snow. 
guitar, man. Come on. Yeah, the uh, the endless summer beach party. Something we, I don't even know when we started it, but it's got to be. It was pre-COVID. Yes. Uh, that we used to do that. And uh, anyway, one of the guests that's been here multiple times. I know sometimes you're on vacation, and it goes. It dates back to uh, he he knows Choo Choo Stew, yeah. uh, but. Uh, it's a night off for us because there's not a chance to get a word in edgewise. Raymond the Amos comic is confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. Friday, July 7th, uh, confirmed. And I will continue to tell you this. He is going to be mad that you called him Amish. Amish, yeah, I'm terrible at it. But I love setting him on fire because... All we got to do is ask him a question, and he'll go on a 10-minute rant. Like, his stories are amazing, and um, we'll have the video and everything fixed up by then. And he shares with his people, and you want to talk about social influencing, we got a, a large reach of an audience, but it, it, it's awesome to have Ray. He, he's he's a, a, a really cool individual. I have no real other guests uh, to confirm other than him, but you're not planning on going away. I've got nothing in the hopper yet, so there's that. Now, the other thing that we have confirmed that we're hoping to have, like, closer to Labor Day at the end of the endless summer is uh, the Jolet's Jamboree. Yes. Which should be fantastic. I can't confirm one event, and... Um, Perhaps we'll do it uh, throughout the summer. I don't know yet uh, where other people come on and join us. But a, a, a very popular thing we've done is called Believe It or What. Mm -hmm. And both you and Mike, uh, and I'm assuming it's going to be you and Mike. We haven't even finalized that yet. Uh, but you guys will be doing... Same game with a twist. Do you think you can guess that song? It's time for Believe It or What? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a brand new Believe It or What? The Guess That Song Challenge. All right, now, you're old enough to remember Name That Tune. Name That Tune. I can it, name that tune in two bars. Yeah. Well, it, uh, we're not quite that complicated on the show, but you'll get like a little thing of a song with maybe a clue, mm -hmm. and you can name that too. Do we have options like the multiple choice? Like, yeah, well, I haven't quite formalized things yet, so I've got some I, time. I, I will tell you now. I will know the song, and I will recognize it, but I couldn't, a, a lot of times, I won't be able to tell you the name of it. Like, I'll know it. I'll know all the lyrics, but I wouldn't be able to tell you the name of it. So maybe we'll have a chance of uh, give me the lyrics, name the band, name the song with three different prize point levels. Okay. Like if you actually name. But anyway, we're going to have some fun uh, with Mike Jolitz. I actually, uh, what's his name that did the uh, Talking FLA? He keeps emailing me shit. For when Mike comes on the show, I don't think he realizes that Mike's only been on the show once. But anyway, I'm storing this stuff and and I'm I'm keeping it and I uh, I will 
What I have, Big B, is is a comedy tape from the army. I did Ooh. not download it yet, but he's like, I found this. He's like Mike, I guess. He he saves everything, and um, he, every once in a while he throws me shit and. Uh, so, so we need to have so for the endless summer beach party, we need to have Mike back on, obviously for Jolet's Jamboree, but we need to have him back on for another uh, uh, different show where we play some of those old army comedy tapes. Yes, and and he gives me questions to ask, like I did about that Vietnamese, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking so, of Mike, so, we... so I, I will say for for endless summer beach party for Joel's Jamboree, uh, if if we need to uh, sign contracts, uh, I am in. If we, me versus Mike, I am in. I will sign my contract tonight. Leave it open for Mike to sign his. Almost like a wrestling. Uh, right. Uh, and, and, and Mike Jolis is obviously not listening live. <laughs> All of our live listeners are probably befuddled, including my wife and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jason and anyone else that would listen live. But we, I know you'll go back and listen because you're that loyal. Um, Jason uh, Jason messaged me just now. He says, no show tonight? No. I said, we're on audio, but Live is having issues. Yeah. Tell them there will be a podcast, but no I, I still can't get the video. There will be no TikToks this week either, ladies and gentlemen, or YouTube or anything. But it's okay. There is a show logged because I am pretty sure we're about 20 shows now away from 400. Do you think we can make 500? I would. If we're going to hit 400, we have to hit 500. We just got to keep going. And we have to figure out what we're going to do for show 400, as that is a big milestone. We have to do something. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the big award. And I was so disappointed, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to get to talking FLA and all that stuff, but you know us. We'll we'll carry things over, and we'll have a, a big special next week. We got some news to get to, though, and, and we got Mike reads the news. We got no Twitter shits, which really breaks me because— one of my favorite things to do this year is is to pick the top Twitter handles. I, I really enjoy that. Um, there's something else I wanted to get to, and now I forgot. It's not a good thing when you get to our age. We need uh, need someone in here. But obviously, if I was going to say something, it wasn't that important. But endless summer. Uh, next week is the seven is fifteen. We're two weeks away. If we follow the solstice from the endless okay. summer uh, beach party to start. Two weeks away from endless summer. And we'll have to track down some of our old friends. We certainly will not contact uh, uh, Mike Denver or Chris Ripka because they'll have COVID or something when it's their turn to uh, come on the show. Maybe I, Choo Choo I, Stew. Who knows? No, who knows? Uh, I, I'm friends with Mike uh, Devine a.k.a. Mike Denver, uh, on Facebook, and he posts every now and then, like him and his family are doing stuff, so I know he's still out there. Chris Ripka, on the other hand, have not heard of him. I'm worried about him. I've heard, he would, even when 
I, he was going through some shit and he seemed like he was homeless. He was still posting things. I have not seen a post yeah. from Ripka in quite some time. Can we check in obituaries uh, in Minnesota and, uh, or North Dakota or South wherever? Dakota? South Dakota. He's in, he's in the badlands of South Dakota. Yeah. yeah. The bad boy of Bogota. I, I praise, okay? I mean, I don't wish harm on anybody. Maybe we'll get Choo Choo Stew, uh, Scott Morris, who knows? Uh, Wait, is. C.N. Green? Is he around? I, I, he's another one that's disappeared off the face of the earth. I have not seen anything from Scott Morris since he left the show. He, he, I've seen nothing. Him and that damn chair were going out to Seattle, Washington. He lived in that boarding house. Uh, I can't tell you, C.N. Green dropped her phone uh, off the bed today, and she's shattered. Well, the phone is shattered. Um <laughs> I've got no show names yet, by the way. I have nothing. I have nothing written down. Uh, so so we need to try to get C. Ann Green on the show because I have a litany of questions for her. I would love to play the, the, the Endless Summer uh, Beach Party dating game and have uh, her and Scotty uh, oh, wow. ask each other questions. This could be a match made in heaven. It very well might. Because Scotty Scotty has shown that he will date people in other areas yeah. from where he lives. Yeah. So uh, he has shown he can he he is willing to travel for love. I will sponsor him to come to Canada. Like an old like like the Ethiopian children of the eighties, you can sponsor them. Yes. I, I think they'd be a great match. I wouldn't say great, but sure. A match. Well, not, not in our world. We have different expectations. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. So, because um, we're just shooting the shit anyway. We'll yeah, save a lot fine. of stuff for next week. And so last week, I told you we we uh, we took uh, Jake, mm-hmm. uh, turned 19, which is the legal age in, in Canada to drink. And he didn't even drink. He had, uh, he had one beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we bought him a, a nice burger and a salad and, and stuff in the sports bar. And then at the blackjack table, uh, a guy he was battling against uh, after I withdrew. Because I got a couple bad hands. I go, fuck this. Not my night. Right? Right. And a uh, guy bought him a drink. I don't know what it was, but he, he drank it. And he was fine. He doesn't like to drink maybe because I drink so much. I, I don't know. But he's more into fitness and, uh, you know, good kid. Uh, like I told you, he's got more money in the bank than I do, I think. I, I don't know how we got on the topic. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, buy a car like or buy a house, whatever. He's not quite that much. But anyway, he's... He's playing blackjack, and, and I was there with my wife and my sister and my nephew. My nephew is like this really mathematical weirdo. Um, good kid, love him, but like, and, and, and my wife and, and my sister and me, and I was sitting at the table with him, and I'm trying to give him rules, not rules, but like strategies of double down, and, and you know, this is, so I'm telling him things. And I think he's not listening to me. Uh, I'm like, so you get this, you know, Perry says, double down, 
you know, throw your bed in, right? Mm-hmm. You, you throw your other chips. And I, I, in my head, I'm thinking this is not registering with this kid. And 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 he's playing and he's winning like normal hands. He's a, he's on a roll. I, I I'm playing and I'm like I'm done. Right. Not my night, right? Um, but he keeps winning. And I'm like, walk away. Like trying to teach him. You know, you're up. Luck always ends, right? Right. Walk away. My sister, my, no, 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 he's having fun. Let him go, let him go. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, he's got like 500 bucks in front of him. Like, leave, Jake, leave. I'm like sitting beside him pleading. How much did you start with? uh, We took 100 bucks each, him and I. 100 bucks, so he's got, so he's up 400. Yeah, like about 300. And and then he went down, but he kept playing. Mm -hmm. And then there was this one hand. And I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm not saying anything because his wife was giving me shit. And he did what I told him. I mean, he won like 500 bucks doubling wow. down. Wow. <laughs> so he did. He walked away. We spent, I think, and, and by the way, there's no $2 tables anymore, at least over here. Everything's $25 minimum, so there's no, like, learning games cheap. Right. It's not like it's not like playing pinball, but we did try the craps. Didn't do well, but I was teaching them the pass lane and the uh, you know the seven eleven and doubles and when they put the puck down and we played a few minutes but never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, yeah, so he, he he did very good. So so all right. So I have a question. You have later found out after the after I'm assuming after the casino night. That he has a lot of money saved from working and all of this. Did you front the money for casino night? Yeah, no, no. It was his birthday, right? So I I gave him the money. He offered to pay his mom back, which is really cool because his mom didn't pay anything. Which, (laughs) by the way, his mom and I are the same thing, but, you know... Didn't turn so, to me so and say. So he offers to pay your wife back, yeah, but not you, who is fronting the money. No, listen. I ask him for twenty dollars cash because I need cash for something because the kid always has cash. I have bank mm-hmm. card and Visa. That's it, right? I, I ask him for like ten dollars. Well, I pay interest. <laughs> it, it's crazy, but it was fun. It was a great night. So he uh, he had a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun, and it, was, it must have been cool being in actually in that situation. So then the other thing I wanted to tell you about is tomorrow night is the Poutine Festival, Ooh. which I can report back to you next week. Ooh, the Poutine Festival. Poutine Festival. It's like 20 food trucks. Not all of them are poutine. And so, but they make like the most bizarre poutines. They put, like... I just like poutine. I like now, now for for those those of us who are American or those in England, poutine is what? Basically, what what you would consider it to be is a fries, mm-hmm. gravy, okay, and not cheese. Not like your cheese fries. Cheese curds. Cheese curds. Cheese okay. curds. Cheese curd gravy and French fries. Yeah, and then the cheese curds melt. And depending if you get a good poutine, it's it's heaven on earth. There's no meat in it. In normal poutine, there's no meat. Not normal poutine, but it was invented in Quebec, which is the French, right? They you 
And, and even when we go tomorrow, you can get anything. You can get fucking pulled pork poutine, mac and cheese poutine, dill pickle poutine. Like, they, it, it's one of those things that's gone right off the map. Mm-hmm. But poutine itself is, is, is fries, gravy, and curds. And it's so very, you- very popular side uh, here in Canada. Oh, so that so poutine is just a side dish because here in America we hear about poutine, we think it's a main dish. Like you go and go get poutine. Well, if you get the ones like if, so, if if you get the um, if you get the gourmet poutines, right? Like the like the ones with pulled pork and mm. you know, there's cheeseburger poutines. And they, they, I'll report after tomorrow, but there's like there's everything you can imagine poutine. But a true poutine is basically a fry and gravy and cheese curds. And you get that with a burger or salad or whatever you want, depending on the size of the poutine. So we have, like I said. I'm surprised in New York City you cannot get poutine yet. I'm sure you can somewhere. I'm sure there's a Canadian restaurant somewhere. Um, you can get any number of nationalities, cuisines here in New York. So I'm assuming you get poutine somewhere. But but usually we think of poutine as, um, you know, you're going to Canada to eat poutine, thinking it's like a main dish. Like you're going to go sit down at a diner or something, not like a fancy restaurant, but you're going to go sit down at a diner and order poutine, and that's going to be your meal. Well, there's been times like... Uh I remember uh, Isby and myself one time we're out at this, we're watching a band and we're watching, we went to the smoking contest and we had this one poutine. It was huge. Mm. So I guess it depends on the serving that you get. At McDonald's here, you can get poutine. Interesting. It's not that good, mind you, but, you know, like anything, raise your level to your expectation type of thing. But you can like I'm so shocked, but I've told you before I've crossed 15 minutes across the border and asked for gravy on my fries, and they look at me like I'm an idiot. See that? See, this is the interesting part because you know back in in the band days, you know we'd go play a gig, uh, and you know we'd be done at one two o'clock in the morning. After that, we'd head over to the diner. Because, you know, you've been drinking, you're hungry, you played a show, whatever. You're, you're hungry. It's, it's been a long time since you actually ate. Yeah. So you always end up the night at the diner. And one of the staples was uh, gravy fries, or they would call it disco fries, whatever. Yeah. It's French fries and gravy. Oh, so with, good. Uh, with, with not cheese curd, but just a little bit of cheese. It's cheese fries and gravy. And that's what we would eat on a drunken night after a show. And it was the, one of the most perfect things to eat at three, four o'clock in the morning, winding down from playing a show. Gravy, f- cheese fries with gravy was awesome at the diner. Yeah. And here's one of the things I never clued into because I've traveled a little bit. Not, not, not much. I'm not a global traveler or anything like that. But down in the south. You get as far as Ohio, especially in Nashville, was the best. Ohio is not the South. Biscuits and gravy. Oh, biscuits! What a wonderful, wonderful thing to eat. Biscuits and gravy. uh, So, 
Ohio's not the South, by the way. Um, to you, it is, but no, it's Midwest. I know it's like yes, Midwest it's, yeah, it's or Ohio's whatever. Midwest. But, yeah. uh, my my family on my father's side is from North Carolina. So when I was a kid, every year we would vacation down in North Carolina. We'd stay at my my aunt's house, hang out there for a week, and you know do some things. And she would make. Biscuits and gravy and southern fried chicken. Oh, that it that that, that, that awesome. chicken fried steak with the oh, gravy. Awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, so you guys know gravy. You just haven't oh, explored sure. it the way we have. For sure, we know gravy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, especially you know having family from the south, gravy is a staple. You know here here in in New York, it's kind of you know depending on where you go, uh, gravy means a gravy could mean a different thing. Um, in New York, because when you're talking to Italians, gravy is the sauce. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking the same gravy. kind of gravy as you. In my house, in in I'm working on on the belly. I'm really trying to trim it. But gravy on roast beef, oh, on on French fries, on uh, I love gravy. I love it. Gravy. Uh, we don't break out gravy a lot. But you know, around the holidays, yeah. when you from Thanksgiving on, every meal has gravy, and you know you're looking forward to that. You know, you get the when you make the turkey. Like I, I'll smoke the turkey and have the pan drippings oh, that'll yeah. be included in the gravy, and that's what you make it out of. Uh, it's it's incredible. So from the hol- from Thanksgiving on through Christmas and New Year's. You have gravy with with the main meals, yeah, and it is fantastic. Yeah, I don't do it a lot in the summer when I'm barbecuing. No, no, no. You're obviously more into sauces and cold mm-hmm. salads, and mm-hmm. but yeah, when you're in the heartier, like another meal, you got to try meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and gravy. See, I it's funny you say because I smoked a meatloaf two weeks ago. I made smoked meatloaf for the first time with bacon and, you know, all this other stuff in it. Um, didn't have gravy, though. So I got to try it with gravy. We did a, we did a, a, like a barbecue sauce glaze on it. And we did have mashed potatoes, but we didn't have gravy. So I got to try the gravy. Oh, it's so good. It, it all depends. Like, my wife makes the bet. I'm the cook. Mm. But when it comes to gravy, it's all on my wife. She, she makes the, there's no lumps. There's... It's beautiful. Have you ever heard of a hot roast beef sandwich or a hot turkey sandwich? Another uh, open, thing. It's called an open face sandwich here yeah. in New York. I don't I don't know if you, you call it that. It's an open face sandwich, which is hot, whatever, anything, roast beef, turkey, ham, whatever. It's uh, two pieces of bread face up with the meat, with the gravy, with all of this. Uh, a hot open face sandwich is is awesome. I really don't think my meal tonight is going to live up to this. But, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one of my weaknesses, um, which isn't good for me, like some people like, oh, I want, oh, cookies, oh, cake, oh, pie. I'm not a sugar person. I like salt. Mm-hmm. I like my chips and stuff like that. But gravy, gravy is good on anything yeah. as All far right, as now I'm let me concerned. Ask, let me ask you this. Because you are a big fan of this chain, the gravy from KFC. Oh. How does that rank? Everything from KFC is beautiful, but you're signing a death warrant, okay? Like, 
It's chicken fat, and but it's got those spices in there. I dip my chicken in the freaking gravy. Just like I don't like. So here's the thing, because foods differ everywhere you are. Right. In when you order Chinese food, do you get something called chicken sugai? No, I don't. Which is that, no. breaded chicken and gravy. Okay. And then I pour the gravy on the host fried rice. Oh my God, I could go to a buffet right now. All right, so so let me ask you a question. Whether you're eating Kentucky fried chicken or at home, when you have mashed potatoes, we don't gravy. get mashed potatoes over here. That's what you know. You gotta go to the States to get the mashed potatoes at KFC. Oh really? You don't have mashed potatoes. But they have a, you want to talk about a poutine. <laughs> oh, my God. Their fries are shit, but <laughs> their gravy is so good. Well, see, this is what I was going to ask. I didn't know you didn't get mashed potatoes in Canada. No, so this or biscuits. We don't get biscuits either. Wow. You're deprived up there. We are. You love but the, but the skin, skin the skin is to yeah, die you love your for. Skin. Yeah. But, but so here's. If you if if I'm talking about a, a a meal or a KFC meal, a homemade meal or a KFC meal, you have your mashed potatoes, you have your gravy, and you have your corn. Not on a cob, just corn. Yeah, just yeah, no, no. Mix them all together. You you don't get the coleslaw then. You can get the coleslaw. Yeah, but the what, coleslaw. what I'm saying is, their mac and their macaroni is terrible, but it's so good too. But regardless of KFC or not. Have you ever mixed mashed potatoes, corn, and gravy all together? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is that is a phenomenal side. No if, matter what the meal is, mashed potatoes, corn, and gravy all mixed together. So you're eating mashed potatoes and corn and gravy all in one scoop. Absolutely. Absolutely phenomenal. phenomenal. The other thing, uh, I don't know if you serve uh, turnip uh, with your turkey dinner, but you take the turnip. Mix it in with the mashed potatoes, the mm. gravy, and of course the dressing, and it's wonderful. Oh, the, what you're talking about the the stuffing? Yeah. You mean the stuff? Because stuffing, stuffing, dressing, dressing, depending. Yeah, yeah where. where. Yeah. Oh, you got to have. See when when uh, I notice on the holidays when there's gravy about, like in uh, on Thanksgiving, and there's gravy on the table. You see people just pour the gravy on their turkey. And then pass it along, pour it on this, pour it. I pour it on everything. Yeah, my son's that way, too. He's like, just he makes like a boat in his mashed potatoes. You know what I mean by a boat? Yep. You put yep. this, it just pours it in there. And and my wife will put it on the side. No, hell no. Mm-mm. Gravy goes It instantly everything. becomes a pasta because I've got gravy everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. I'm dipping my bread or my biscuit or whatever you got there in it. I'm I'm mixing the the the, the stuffing or dressing, whatever you want, with the mashed potato and the yep. turkey in the gravy. It's a plethora of beauty. And when the when the dish is do, when the meal is done, you've cleaned your plate. There's still little puddles of gravy, a little yep. bit. 
I'm scooping it with the fork and eating the gravy. Oh, or get a piece of bread and dipping it in it. Right. Well, even like just, I, what I'm saying is, there's nothing left. I, the, I'm, the, I'm, the bread's I'm, gone. I'm, I'm scooping with the fork and just eating the gravy. Yeah, I'm famous for not like cleaning my plate. Mm-hmm. You know, like no matter what we have, there's always a little when gravy is involved. You don't even need a dishwasher when I'm done. Okay. I'll take the fucking plate and I'll lick it like I'm eating yeah, pussy of a fucking hot chick. I mean, I'm eating Kardashian pussy. There's one for you to write down. Oh. <laughs> the first thing I've written down all night. I got nothing. Um, I got written down gravy and Canada wildfires. That's all I got. Maybe Mike Jolich has something. Let's let's. Who knows? But, but ladies and gentlemen, this, this has officially become this episode has officially become CCR pot talk. Yeah, just, because this is what you talk when when you're high as shit. Yeah, it's oh, you don't want to go there. I I could go on about those oh, days. Boy, can I? Yeah, I can too. I had this one buddy. Who got the munchies so bad, he grabbed a, a you know those, like, uh, what would they be? Duncan Hines or, or Betty Crocker cake mixes? Mm-hmm. You know, you pour it in, you add like water and yeah. milk and an egg, and you make yeah, a cake. Sure. Yep. And the cake is probably pretty good. Yep. He got one of those boxes out. He had the munchies so bad one time. He opened the box, and he was eating dry cake mix. <laughs> I, I... I was thinking about this the other day because I went to this uh, pizza place that has been around forever. And uh, I'm sitting in there and I'm looking at the, there's a table in the corner by the window. And we used to call this pizza place coconuts. I don't know why. It was just a thing we did when we were high. Right. We call the coconuts. And I remember anytime I go in there, I will never forget. We're all high as fuck. There's three of us. We order pizza. We sit down and eat. And there's one slice left. And we almost brawled over it. I remember my friend holding up the pizza from the crust. So it's hanging down. And I swiped at it, ripped part of it off the crust, and was eating it. The other two are fighting over the the, the, the leftover pieces. Um, and we we caused a scene in the pizza place. I don't remember if we were asked to leave, but we caused a scene because we were fighting over the last slice of pizza because we had the munchies so bad. I, there were two things. I haven't used wacko tobacco, uh, the devil's lettuce. I, I, I don't do it anymore because I don't know if I ever said this live on air, but what happened was is I used to do it a lot, and I used to really enjoy it, and I really didn't drink much. I'd rather get high. And as soon as I got responsibility, mm-hmm. as soon as I was away from my parents, you know, protecting me, right. freaked me out. Absolute paranoia, like you wouldn't believe. I remember one time I locked myself in a closet. Um, but the two things I fondly remember, so like when I was a teenager and, 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 and a young adult, maybe attending college, 
even though I was playing sports, I, I, I loved it. I, I used to love being high because it really makes your creative juices flow. Yeah. But I can't, you and I have got to smoke a joint one night on air <laughs> and do a show. This that, Wait a minute. I just came up with something new, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and if we can't smoke a joint because there's uh, kids around and stuff like that, perhaps we can do an edible. I've never tried one of those things, but apparently those brownies or, or gummy bears are really good, too. But we should do that. And I, I it might be the thing that springboards us right into... Um, you know, absolute fame. But the two things I really enjoyed was eating until the point that I thought I was going to explode and those stupid video games that we had back then. Could you imagine being stoned with the graphics they have today? Oh, God, forget it. I remember. I think when I retire... I'm going to get, because everything's legal here now, right? Mm. I'm just going to get a bag of weed while everyone's at work. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go play Fortnite or whatever the hell it is. Right. And, and I'm going to trip. And I'm going to eat Little Caesars pizza and, and, and sour chews and Reese's peanut butter cups until, I, until I'm going to vomit and get diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> but those were the days. There was there was a time. So me and 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 uh, my friend Scott, the one at the Storm Chaser, the one the one I've told you about. We looked at each other and we fully admit we're alcoholics. Yeah. We said, "All right, we're alcoholics, so we do, we kind of don't want to drink, but we're not drug addicts. So you know, we haven't smoked pot in forever." So let's let's grab a bag. So we knew a, a, a friend of our, a good friend of ours, was a dealer, and so we got a dime bag, and he's like, "That's no. a lot of weed." The dime bag is small. It's, it was ten bucks. It's small. It's a small oh, bag. see, a dime bag's half ounce in Canada. Oh no, 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 not in New York. Um, so uh, so we figured we're alcoholics, we're not drug addicts. So let's just let's just you know smoke. We'll hang out. We'll we'll just relax for the night. So we, we do that. We get the bag from our friend and we smoke. And I'll never forget, there's a Met game. He was a Met fan, the New York Mets baseball. I love the Mets. Put the, put the Met game on the TV and the Mets were playing the Cincinnati Reds in old Riverfront Stadium. Suddenly the paranoia kicked in for both of us. And we're sitting there and... I don't know how it came about that we both realized we were paranoid, but at one point, Lee Mazzilli was at bat, and he broke his bat. Like, he fouled off the pitch and broke his bat. And uh, Scott says, uh, uh, or I said, one of the two, one of us said, oh, broke his bat, and the other one responded, yep, so he did. And we were kind of on edge. Then the commercial came. And you know that song, uh, dun, 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 What I Like About You. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You wake me up at night. Right. De- 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 that's the uh, romantics, I believe. The romantics, yes. Yeah. Uh, Budweiser was using that song uh, for their whatever their promotion was at the time. So we're sitting there watching the game. And we talked about this later. We both thought that the world was going to end when the game went to commercial. And all of a sudden, 
it came on, and you know how commercials are louder than whatever. Yes, they on. always turn the. I, you know right. what? I thought I was the only one that thought no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. The commercials are always louder. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, the commercial comes. As the inning ends, the commercial comes blaring in. And we're like freaking out. I said, I told him, I said, I got to get up. I got to go to the bathroom. He goes, no, no, no. Sit there. Don't move. Don't, he said, if, if you go to the bathroom, you're going to die. I said, I'm, I'm not going to die. <laughs> was this when you were married? Uh, no. No. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't married. This was yeah. in the 90s. I wasn't married yet. Uh, he says, no, sit, stay. If you go to the bathroom, you're going to die. I said, I really got to piss. So now I convinced him to let me leave the room. But I, all the way to the bathroom, I think I'm going to die because he told me I'm going to die. <laughs> this is why I gave up that shit. I don't see why people... <laughs> but <laughs> at the so, same time, I had so many good times with it. Oh, I had great times too. Yeah. So uh, we think we're calmed down. You know, a couple of hours passed. We think we're calmed down. Big mistake. We go pick up my girlfriend. We leave his house and drive to go pick up my girlfriend at the time. Not my wife. Uh, it was a, uh, the girl I was dating before her. Go to pick up my girlfriend at the time. She jumps in the back seat. I'm in the passenger seat. He's in the driver's seat. It's his father's car. She's has no idea what we've done. And she's straight. You know, she hasn't done anything. She's just sitting in the back seat. And she's just, just sitting there kind of looking at us like a normal person would. And we're sitting there almost interrogating her. What are you looking at? Why are you looking at me? What do you want? <laughs> what do you do? What do you what, turn away? Don't look at me. Was what that you, night you broke up? Uh, no, we we broke up shortly after. Yeah. But that was that wasn't. <laughs> but she's sitting there going, "What are you guys talking about? I I just got in the car. I don't know what you. I don't know what you. And we're both sitting there going, "Don't fucking look at me. Turn away. Don't don't look at me." And we start driving around. Big mistake that we're driving around, paranoid as all fuck, thinking we're going to die. She's staring at us, thinking it's like, you know, some sort of government thing looking at us. At any point, did you break out in laughter, though? No. 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 So, I eventually, I don't remember how I got home. That, in the old days, we used to call a bad trip. Oh, I don't remember how I got home. A white high, we used to also call it. I remember uh, going through the door, and I was living uh, at home with my parents. So my mother was up. Uh, she was watching TV for whatever reason. It was like, you know, midnight or whatever. She's watching TV. And I just, I ran into my room. I, like, kind of just did one of these and ran into my room. It turns out that our friend that had given us the, the, the weed, not on purpose, but he was divvying up the weed into the bags on the same table he was cutting cocaine. Oh. So cocaine got mixed into the weed. So not only did we smoke weed, we freebased. Uh, so that's what led to the extreme paranoia uh, was that we smoked cocaine. Uh, you know, an early form of crack. Early form of your crackhead. Thank you for admitting that on here. That now, we, here, here, here. We did do that. And that was the last time I ever smoked weed. I, I had one buddy, and let's just we're being honest, and I can't believe we're being so honest because we're not on drugs. Um, I one time tried cocaine, and 
for the first three hours, mm. we were conquering the world. Right. I've never been so intelligent in my entire life. And then I have never felt such depression <laughs> in my entire life. Never again did I do that shit. <laughs> Wacko tobacco, I played video games and I ate. And then usually fell asleep. Yep. That was that was for the most part my experience as well, except for that one night, which was the last time I ever smoked. Yeah, but I but I found a point in life where I started having, I got bills to pay, I have responsibilities, and whenever I'd get high, I I I I, I wouldn't have fun anymore. Like when I when I was in high school in the early years and in, in basements and, and and at arcades or concerts or whatever, I'd have that time of my life. As soon as I had responsibility, exact opposite. I'd go into massive panic attacks. Um, I think the world was ending. I think I couldn't breathe anymore. I, I, I the phone. Thank God we didn't have cell phones and like right. you would have messaged me when I was on one of those. I'd be oh fuck, I can't right. answer. Like now I'm on call twenty four hours a day. I ain't got time for that shit now. <laughs> Maybe when I retire, but Big B and I. Well, I don't think we'll be able to smoke because of the smell and the odor and the children around. Sure, we will eat edibles on air for the 400th show. That's what we're going to do. I'm in for the 400th show. I'm, I don't know where I'm going to get them, but I'm in. I, see, here, can't you just go to a store? You can get mar marijuana, macaroni, and cheese here. Like it's like uh, I I know it is legal, but I have to find like I don't know where. Yeah, I, I don't such things. I know where the, there's one right at the corner of my street here, and um, and, and, and like experts that I work with. So you know, I work with some blue collar people. They, 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 there's apparently two different. There's like a sativa. In this other kind. I'm not into it, so I don't know. But one is like a mellow, you know, it'll mellow you out. Yep. Kind of, I think, what I'd like. And another one is a hyper, high-strung strain, no, which I, I don't want to do because I'll start panic. We'll have a, well, I don't know what buttons we'll hit. Hopefully the video works that night. But the 400th show, we'll figure out where we are after tonight. And we will... Big B and I are going to do edibles, and anybody that wants to join us uh, can join along. I, I am in because I that won't do in. I won't do LSD or any of that anymore. My heart won't take it, but a little bit of uh, of THC, I think, will be fine. Uh, I, I'm in. I did. Uh, I did. I did mescaline. Oh, listen, I've done so much of that stuff. Uh, we we, we got to get to Mike Reed's news. There's going to be no news and no Florida tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because there's really been no show. It's just kind of a get-to-know Big B and DK. <laughs> I've done mescaline. I've done double dones. Um, I, uh, I have completely freaked out on that shit. Before you get to your mescaline story, here's the one, because I'll forget. You know me. Mm -hmm. I'm not stoned, ladies and gentlemen, I promise. Just having a few beers. 
I remember taking this with my buddy uh, Mookie, was his nickname. Uh, Mike is his name, but Mookie, we used to go. Him and I, I think it was masculine, actually. I don't think it was the, the Pilter. It was like this, the Space Invader one. And I think we took two or one and a half each or something like that. You get these little squares and you... And, and I remember sitting there, we're playing Euchre, and I'm like, uh, fuck, you got a bad dose, man. This this shit ain't working. Like, this stuff ain't working. Because normally it hits you within about 60 minutes, I think. Like, mm -hmm. And then you peak out, and then you're on a, like a 12-hour, and you can right. drink booze and smoke cigarettes until your lungs aren't alive, and you're still just peaking like crazy. Anyway, we're playing Euchre, and I'm like, this is shit stuff, man. The, the, I'm not buzzed at all. Are you? No, no, I'm not buzzed either. I remember looking. I swear to God, this is true. I remember looking. I had a one-eyed jack, and the thing went like this. <laughs> it looked great at me. And I went, here we go. We're at the rodeo. <laughs> Yeah. And that exact night, he climbed up the side of a school building like Spider-Man. I still to this day do not know how he did it. He was climbing brick like this, Big B. And I'm, I'm standing there, and I'm just, of course, whacked out. You get superhuman uh, abilities when you're on these things. Yeah. I sat there. I did. I only did mescaline once. And uh, I went over to my friend's house, and, you know, we would... We would normally smoke up and drink and all of this. And he's like, you know, I got some mask. I was like, fuck it. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. So I did the mescaline. And then, uh, you know, I'm waiting for it to kick in. And we're drinking and smoking. So we're, you know, high as fuck anyway. But and this is a different level, right? Right. <laughs> mescaline. So, oh, Jim Morrison. Yeah, it's, here it's, we, it's a totally different thing. You so, can relate to Jim Morrison and you can completely understand the wall. Right? So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we we were playing. Uh, 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 oh, I forget what we were playing. We were playing some seventies fucking weird shit. And uh, anyway, uh, at the time, my friend had a a brother who was uh, 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 an infant, still in the crib. Oh my with the god. Mobile. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm sitting on the floor. I'll never forget this. I'm sitting on the floor watching TV. I look over by the crib and the mobile starts spinning. And all of a sudden, the things on the mobile start flying away. <laughs> I said, holy shit, do you see that? He says, what? I said, it, the, the, little, the little mobile babies are flying away. He says, no, I don't see it, but I think you're fucked up. I said, probably. And uh, then I ate, uh, I ate Cheerios in beer. <laughs> and I wanted to write a rock opera. I'll never forget that. I said, this would be the perfect time to, like, I was thinking like the whole. Oh, your creativeness on this stuff is unbelievable. I said, I said, uh, uh, because uh, he was a guitarist, I said, I said, yo, we, uh, this is the perfect time to write some stuff. Let's write a rock opera. He goes, go for it. Let's do it. And I don't know where it happened after that. I just remember not sleeping that night. Um, oh, no, you don't sleep. You're awake. No, 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 no. Until you uh, get leg cramps because your I, body's so exhausted. I I remember leaving his house at like, you know, probably 6 o'clock in the morning the next day. 
I wound up sitting on the steps of some business on the side street and just trying to come down from it. And then it got to the point where, like, I don't think I'm ever going to come down. Yeah, no, it's not a short eye. Uh, LSD is... Because it lasts. Now, imagine Jim Morrison, if you listen to his words and his songs and that, he took them, if you read his book, No One Gets Out of Life, he took acid like beer nuts. Oh, and peyote. Yeah. He loved his, he loved his peyote with the, when he saw the Indian. Yeah. Oh, he, Um, so, you know, for you and me, we're nothing. No, no, nothing compared to that. Absolutely. Um, but that was the one and only time I did mescaline. Then I, then I would do, I would do something called rush. And what rush oh, is was, that that was stuff a, you snort? Well, you sniff it. You don't yeah, snort it. I know. Yeah, it was I know a bottle of a liquid. Yeah. yeah. And you'd like, you know, you snort it like uh, almost like you're doing whippets. Yeah. And it gives you this massive head rush, and your heart beats like five thousand miles a second. And, uh, you know, looking back on it now, you know, I'm sure I could have had a heart attack at any time. Yeah. Well, at our age, we're not doing that. We're going to simply eat a marijuana biscuit. That's it. For the 400th show, we're doing an edible and that's it. That's it. But back when I was, you know, uh, you know, in my late teens, early 20s doing the band stuff, I was doing a whole bunch of dumb shit. And, uh, you know, it was a good experience. I would never, ever do it again. But it was an it was an experience. See, and what I always found though, when I was doing this stuff, is I had no responsibility. No, none, of course. So walking in a park and appreciating a blade of grass was cool, right? I can't do that now. I've got too no, much to no, worry no. about. It, it, it's funny, and I'm sure you go through it too, uh, when you're talking to your son, and when I'm talking to my older son, uh, just about. You know, various things, you know, you know, if you're going to do this, make sure you do this, 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 this. And he's like, he gives you the yes, yes, like, like he knows everything. Yeah. And I think back to all the things I've done. I said, man, you know, I think to myself, you have no idea. Yeah. No, the things no. They I don't. know yeah. that you think you're getting away with. Our parents were not street smart. No. But we are. But we are. Yeah. That is correct. We might not understand uh, Snapchat, but we know all the other stuff in the real world. We know all the other stuff. That is is 100% correct. Anyway, what a great show. We've got all our material for next week lined up. Uh, But we should pay homage to another guy who probably has some great stories. I'm sure he he does. Probably took LSD in the Army when he was, Roger that. 10-4, 10-4, roly-poly. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the if it's the Viet Cong or an alien. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Joel, it's a great friend of the show. We only have the news this week. Um, probably been a good show because it's only audio. So it'll be like we were not on. But if you want to get to know us a little bit, you really should have caught this show. Mike Jones. And now, Cave Crew Radio presents Mike Reads the News with Mike Jolitz.
Hello, 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 everyone at Cave Crew Radio. How are you guys doing today? Hello, DK. Hello, Sir Big B. Yeah. Guys, today is June the 9th. Holy crap. Time is flying. Alrighty, guys. It is now time for the news. Uh, an indie race team fired their driver effective immediately. Connor Daly has lost his ride, as they say. All because he admitted to drinking Bud Light. <laughs> Can't blame a team for that. <laughs> Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills is going to be on the cover of Madden 2024. Yeah, the video game. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't get injured. <laughs> Chuck Todd of TV's Meet the Press is leaving. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't watch, so. Ex-porn star Jenna Jameson got married again. Good for her. Got Getting back on the horse. Uh, she plans on taking her now spouse's last name. She'll be Jenna Lawless. It's kind of badass. you know. Actor Brian Cranston announced he's retiring from acting. He's been in some good stuff. You know, Malcolm in the Middle, Breaking Bad. Yeah, all good stuff. Guns N' Roses announced more tour dates for 2023. Cool. Uh, they have Alice in Chains opening on some select shows, and most weirdly, <laughs> Carrie Underwood will be as well. Uh-huh. And finally, in the news, I have off the next five days. I don't go back to work till Thursday of next week. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <coughs> All right, guys, it does it for the news. It is now time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Yeah. Iron Sheik from wrestling died. He was 81. Oh, no. The bar used in the TV show Cheers sold at auction for $600,000. Oh, yeah. The Phoenix Suns released Chris Paul. There's a shock. Oh, yeah. Congrats to me. I've been on Twitter for 10 years now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And finally, in the tidbits, happy birthday to Anna Kornikova. She turned 42 on Thursday. Swing. Yeah. Alrighty, guys, it does it for the news, does it for the tidbits. I am out of here. Sorry, no Twitter shits this week. I got nothing. Sorry. Yeah, guys, I'll be back next week with another Mike Reads the News. And uh, hopefully, I'll have some Twitter shits. All right, later. Bye bye. Good old Mike Jolitz. Always fills us in on things we wouldn't normally talk about. I remember now, because I am not stoned, what I was going to tell you is, so I know you guys get really, really large uh, jackpots for your lotteries uh, in the billion sometimes. We had a $70 million Lotto Max jackpot. And it's split in two. Two winners, $35 million. Mm-hmm. One of the winners is in my hometown of Windsor. Is it you? I have not checked my tickets yet because I have a tradition on Saturday mornings, uh, whether I'm going to the butcher or to get a car wash or whatever errands the honey-do list is, I bring all my tickets. I buy various lottery tickets throughout the week, a buck here, two bucks here, whatever. I have three tickets. 
I have not checked them yet. I will check them tomorrow morning. I would as soon as I found out that uh, a ticket was from my area, I would check immediately. Here's the thing. I am a sports guy, right? Like we do the other show. I played hockey. I've coached them. Extremely superstitious when it comes to certain things. And, you know, the wife refuses to even talk about it. Jake and I, what would you do? He wants to buy a, a junior hockey franchise. Uh, you know, like, what would you do? I, I'm even in my head, I'm like, how much time would I give? Like, I, I my, my, my company has really been good to me, but I really don't fucking need them anymore. And it really stresses me out every day I go to work. Should I give them six months? Should I give them a month? Should I give them two weeks? Should I tell them to fuck off? I don't know. You start playing these things in your head. It's a lot of fun. Look. Even though it's in my hometown, there's still half a million people here. Like, you know, the odds are like, you know what the odds are like. Yeah. So tomorrow morning, I will go check. I will let everyone know. Um, but really, I, 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 I don't know. Like, you don't want to stop. Like, you don't want to stop living. I don't really want to, like, blow it all. I, I don't want to change my lifestyle too much. I'd like to retire. I really would. I'd like to have a home down south and... Maybe a Corvette would be cool, but, you know, but I'd also like to do something, you know, like continue to work, but on my own terms, right. be it a charity or, you know, whatever. But it's fun to play that game in your head. Now, so I have a question for you. So here in New York, there's a law that says you have to identify yourself if you win the lotto. Do do they have that up by you? I've you been told. I've, I've been told. And I and that, you're right. That's something else I wanted to Google. It's really funny because we're going over on a show that's not actually really live. But that's okay. <laughs> um, we're having fun. We're all, we're all having fun here. We're all straight. We promise. Um, anyway, um, that was one of the things I want to Google because... I, 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 like, you see the people every week. Uh, John Jones won the crossword inst instant scratch of $150,000 and they hold up these checks. I've been told you don't have to because it's not that, like, I tell you and certain people and, and, you know, like, uh, it's, it's, but I don't want it on national media because right. of you'd have every charity, every car dealership, every mm -hmm. investor. That's why I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm not as much as I enjoy doing this show. I really don't like being a, a public figure. You know, I've been told before you should run for mayor. You should run for city. No, I'm a pretty private person, believe it or not. So I've been told, I have to research it, and I haven't even won yet. So, But I've been told you can decline that. Here you can't, and I never understood that because you're right. Like, say you win, and like you said, you know, we have jackpots that if nobody wins, it eventually goes into the billions. So if you win a jackpot, that's like a billion dollars. Why would you want your name out there? Because that automatically puts you as a target for not only scammers, for thieves, for whatever else. 
you know, let alone the relatives that will come out of. Oh, that yeah, that's a thing. Like everybody, I went to school with you in grade right. one. Do you remember me? I'm 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 on tough times. Before you know it, like. We were joking at work today, and there's people in different departments, like all over the the province, right? You'll remember me, won't you? Well, if I remembered everyone, I'd have nothing left. Right. So maybe I'll throw a big party. Like, it's not like you want to all of a sudden become greedy, but... At the same time, you you could spend it all in an instant, like a hundred percent. That 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 is true, and that, that's what that's why I never understood why New York has that law where you have to identify yourself. It it puts the person in harm's way. It never made sense to me. Have you ever and, thought you of know, this? And again, this is just my maybe all the drugs we've done through the years. But I almost think I'd go Big B. I'll give you a million dollars if you go on the stage and get your picture, even though I'm getting a check. And you probably couldn't do that because they know who you are. But you know what I mean? Like, I've thought of so many. I don't... Listen, with that much money, like, a million dollars and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, I, 35 is such a massive amount. You and I, and I'm sure, you know, I'm not poor, but I'm not rich. A million dollars would change my life. A million dollars would allow me to retire in my current lifestyle. Yep. Right? Like, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be ecstatic. I'd be crazy. Over mm-hmm. $200,000. $35 million to me is unbelievable. But if you think of the big picture of it, you piss it really quick. I, here, I'm here, gonna... Here's a million for Brian. Here's a million for Stu. Here's a million for Jason. Hell, I'll even toss a million to C.N. Green and Scotty Morris. But now all of a sudden you're down to 25. But even before then... You got to pay taxes. Well, see, we're not taxed. We're taxed on the interest. Oh, you're not taxed on the on the principal. It's scot free, so our money is really? is a lot less than yours. But it's thirty five million home free. You're taxed on the interest, so that's when you start oh. fucking tucking shit away. And see, see here, here, it, it, let's let's use that number thirty five million. Cut that in half. You're already looking at you know seventeen point five million. Take home, yeah, which is still unbelievable. Five million to the government, yeah, which is still unbelievable. No, absolutely, but you know you have to at least give half to the government. So now, if you're talking about a million here, a million there, now you're really winding it down. Yeah, then you want to take care of yourself. You want to, you know, maybe you know buy a new house, buy an upgraded house, a bigger house, or whatever. Buy a new car, whatever, you know, you start talking about, you know, these little things add up, you start running out of money real quick. Yeah, and I've always been one, I don't want to change. Like, I do want, like, that house down south or, sure, I'd like to go to Europe and and stuff like that. But, like, that is, like, such an overwhelming amount of money. Mm -hmm. Like, 
definitely don't want to be high on a marijuana cigarette yeah. uh, when you're. But yeah, I I need to sit. I need a year, six months at least to just think. Who do I want to help? Uh, what do I want to do? Um, I've got a good life now. I'm working hard. I'm tired. I want to retire. But, like, what do you really want to change? Because you change too much, you get too wealthy, you start, like, playing $1,000 blackjack hands. You're you're not yourself anymore. Right. I mean, it would be, it'd be great. That's a lot of money. You could change a lot of things. You could help a lot of people. And Jake and I were throwing away around really good ideas because I'm like, there's this place where he started to play hockey and, and, and it was for poor kids. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want to say I'd buy it, but I'd give them a ton of money and, and let them expand so they're not playing outdoors anymore. They're playing indoors. And he's like, maybe we could buy a hockey team. And I'm like, what does a hockey team cost? I'm like, Jake, that's a lot of money. And he goes, no, $5 million you could buy a, the Windsor Spitfires or something and make me the general manager. And that's when I nailed him down and said, you've never been a coach. You're not going to be a fucking general manager. But anyway, um, <laughs> like you start thinking about shit. See, now I would caution you to not start playing the horses again. No, 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 no. I, I look... I, I, I come from fairly humble beginnings, and I I go to the bank. <laughs> I go to talk to someone and, you know, maybe take a million and redo the house or if Melissa wanted a new house. or But, you know, like I, that's too much money for me even to conceive, mm. you know, which I know there's, people out there that have that kind of money. I, I, I'm not, but my question is before we name the show, what would you do? Would you just say, fuck you work? I would you say this a lot or would you, or would you say you've been good to me? I, I'm not irreplaceable, but I, I know you need me. I'll give you a, three months of half a day and I'll keep my phone on for a year. Like, that's the other thing. I, th this is just my moral compass. See, I, 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 I've thought about this a lot. My previous job, I would have left that day. Fuck yourself. I'm leaving. The current job I'm in, I like. I work from home. I'm left alone. I would probably continue that because I enjoy the work. Yeah, but for how long? You got $35 million. But I'm working from home. It's not like I have to go anywhere. But you're going to go traveling or you're going to do something. You'd maybe actually right. make it to Canada. I may actually make it to Canada. But, you know, I work out something with them where I can do these things and still, you know, help out and work and all of this. Um, I wouldn't leave immediately, you know, maybe six months down the road, maybe something like that. Not immediately. I like what I do. I like the, I like the place. Uh, I like the people. Uh, so I wouldn't say, fuck you. I'm leaving immediately. Yeah. Uh, I'd work out something. And you know, you, you, you think about what would you really do? All I really want is I, 
buy a house. I'd probably buy a new car. And really, like, you know, you go on a go on a really nice vacation, but then otherwise just bank the rest. You know, it's not like help some charities. I'm not, I'm not in my twenties anymore. Where but you'd I help you help some charities, of, you know, maybe or mansions and all of this. Oh God, no! You got to clean right, those. Right, right. You know, things. when I was twenty, when I was in my twenties playing music, you know, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to have a mansion and all this. Fast forward to today, I don't have those. You know, I, I don't care about a mansion. Just you know, a nice house. A decent car, not like, you know, a fucking Rolls Royce or anything, but a good car. And, you know, I would bank the rest. You talk about charity, sure, I would donate to, you know, certain things that mean something to me. Um, but then just bank the rest, you know, leave it for, you know, my kids, my, my kids' kids, things like that, you know. I, I would like to travel, though. There's so many places in the world. I've been in a lot of places, but there's so many places I would like to see. Yeah, I have a few places that I want to go, and you know, 35 million, let's just say, would 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 take that would would more than be enough to to travel to the few places that I want to go. But otherwise, I'm just banking it. Just, but I'd be like it in the bank. I've always wanted to have the time to go see Big B. Uh, let's go. And then I, I would definitely take you with me and say, you know, Big B, uh, the families, we're going to England. We're going to see right. uh, the Alley of your Stench and, and the allotment and all the places that we want to see. I'd like to see Rome. I'd like to, I'd like to, I'm obviously not going to go to places where it's dangerous, but that sort of stuff. But you could do that on, on a couple mil. Yeah, for sure. Like that's a lot of money. Two million is a lot of money. I could retire. It is a lot of money. Well, and, uh, see, you're you're coming from a different place than I am because, like you said, you get you get it and only have to pay taxes on the interest. Two million to me, you're paying at least one million uh, in taxes. Yeah, you're left with a million. Then you do all those things. You that money goes by real. Yo, a million is not a lot of money. A That's million, a scary a thing. In this day and age, as fucked up as it sounds, is not a lot of money. And will not last you your lifetime. Honest to God, if I won like two million, I wouldn't be able to afford to give to anybody. Right. Thirty-five, I could say, Big B, like here you go. Here's a little chunk of change. Even a hundred grand, two hundred. Someone said to me, "Hey, here's a hundred grand, DK. I'd be fucking shit my pants." To me, but, that's that's life changing for me. You know, yeah. for things I want to do. So. Anyway, let's name the show. The most ridiculous show we've ever done. Although I'm sure we've done this before where everything is like falling apart. I'm sure. And we pulled it together. Uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, weird news, uh, talking FLA, all that good stuff. Um, it's time to name the show. I've only written down a couple things. I wrote down a dysfunctional bad trip. Mm -hmm. Where I got that from? I wrote down because when you were telling the story about the slice of pizza, I wrote down UFC pizza. <laughs> I also wrote down uh, gravy on everything. Gravy on everything. That's the way to go. Uh, definitely from Mike Joel. It's uh, going to be a show a show note. Getting back on the horse. Mm -hmm. 
But my nomination for the show is, and it came from you a little earlier, is The Pot Show. The Pot Show. Yeah. Remember you said that. This is just a pot show. You can't have more than three. I only have two. I wrote down two things. Okay. First is going to be a show show note. Uh, Came from you. You said... I'm eating Kardashian pussy. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, and the next one. And the next one is my nomination, which is along the exact same lines as your nomination, but this, I believe this is exactly what I said. I said, uh, CCR pot talk. Yes. No, that's the best. Because that's what it was. That's what it encompassed this entire night was pot talk. There you go. That's the winner. I just, I thought you said, this is the pot show. (laughs) CCR pot talk, ladies and gentlemen. Getting in with us and getting to know us a little bit. There you go. We'll we'll get back to our regularly uh, scheduled show next week. But the sign of a good show, ladies and gentlemen, is two guys that can carry it with the help of Mike Jolitz. Love Mike Jolitz. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Later. I got to, uh, I, I, one thing doesn't change. I really got to piss. And we're late, so you have to piss, I'm sure. Yeah. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here. Go. Just go. Get out. Get the hell out. Shut the f- up. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.